boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. Hey everyone, you are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Ian Kennedy. And I'm Paige Sutherland. And today we're going to be talking about something grammatical. We're going to be talking about false friends. So false friends are words that sound very familiar, but unfortunately they mean something totally different. Okay, so there's a handful of them, especially between English and Spanish. So we decided it'd be fun for us to go through some of those today. Okay, so Paige, what is a false friend that you can think of? Well, I think the most common one, which you don't want to confuse as a female, is embarrassada, which is pregnant and embarrassed, which is avergonzada. There's been many times where I've been out trying to practice my Spanish and I've said, estoy embarrassada. And people are like, oh, why are you drinking? <laughs> so I, that one you don't want to get confused. You know, I often say I'm embarrassed about my level of Spanish, but really I'm saying that I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big difference in that one. For sure. Yeah. So, so that one is one you don't want to confuse. What about you? Any embarrassing stories with false friends? Nothing as embarrassing as saying like that I'm pregnant. <laughs> I don't think anything that bad. But little ones, yeah. So like when I was learning Spanish for a while, I was saying actualmente a lot, thinking that it meant actually because it's pretty common, you know, mente is like the L, L, Y in English, that suffix. So I thought I was saying actually. But actual or actualmente really means current or currently. So I was talking to a lot of people wanting to say actually, and I was saying currently. So they, they give me a lot of confused looks. And finally, after a while, someone corrected me. And I thought, why didn't anyone correct me earlier? I've been walking around sounding like an idiot for a few days. So that was, uh, that's one that comes to my mind when I think of it. Another good one, just in general, is carpeta which is a folder, but for English speakers, it sounds almost the exact as carpet, which is actually alfombra in Spanish. So people might say, uh, I need to vacuum the carpeta, or someone says that, and it's like, you need to clean your folder, you need to vacuum your folder. It's a commonly confused one as well. What about you? Are there some other ones that come to your mind or other ones you've heard before? Um, another good one I've heard students mess up is arm and arma. So arm is brasso and arma is weapon. So those are very different things. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think that one I've heard because obviously they look so similar. Unless you've been hitting the gym and your arms are now weapons, right? And you're big and muscular. True, true. <laughs> Another one that I've always been confused by too, like walking around malls or stores, is that a library in the US is biblioteca, where a bookstore here is a libreria. And so I used to think going around, I was like, oh, that's a library, but it really means bookstore, but they look almost identical. 
yeah exactly it'd be really easy to to put two and two together and think those were the same for sure one that i can think of is a verb and it's chocar which in spanish is like to hit or crash or collide like in a car or something like that and it gets confused a lot with english speakers with the verb to choke which is ahogar and so again these are very different things but you you know you might hear someone say i choked my car today you did what you did oh you crashed your car today or vice versa with an english speaker they might they might use it in that other way so i actually didn't hear that one yeah another one that i think is very common obviously here because chileans love bread is pan is bread but in the u.s a pan is something you use to cook right so i i feel like that one could be very confusing especially how much pan is used here (laughs) yeah exactly Uh another one that i've had to use a lot with my reporting because i i write a lot about politics is mayor is older but in english mayor mayor is alcalde so that one i think is easy to get confused because it's exactly the same spelling it's just a little different pronunciation yeah totally totally And just a quick reminder, if you are interested in taking private classes with Dynamic English, go ahead and check out our website at dynamicenglish.cl, and there you can sign up for private classes in your apartment, in your house, in your office. You can even now take classes online. Sitting on your couch, you can log on and practice English. It's very easy. So if you're interested, check us out also on social media through Facebook or Instagram. Another one I can think of is the verb in Spanish is atender, which is to pay attention, but it sounds very, very similar to the verb to attend in English, which is in Spanish is actually asistir. So I think actually this is one that, uh, if I can remember correctly, I I used incorrectly a few times and learned the mistake uh, pretty quickly. And now... I don't make that mistake anymore. It's pretty quick to correct yourself when you've been using a false friend and then you get embarrassed by it and you think, oh my God, I've been saying this incorrectly for how long? For me, that's a really good motivation and point for me to remember that word moving forward. You get embarrassed, not embarrassada. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I'm embarrassed, not pregnant, (laughs) right? I think that is part of language, right? When you're learning is making mistakes and being corrected because then you have this, these stories of, of being embarrassed and, and having that shame that like sticks, right? So it's kind of good when you make these mistakes because the, you remember it and learn from it. Yeah, exactly. For me, that's been a big part in language learning, like helping me learn Spanish, exactly. It's like, and I think language learning in general, I always tell my students, you know, if you want to progress, if you want to get better, you have to be okay with, with making mistakes and not being too hard on yourself. It's completely normal. And really, you know, I think it's fair to say you could even celebrate the mistakes because again, you, you really remember the mistakes you made. You remember what the word should be and it helps you to not make that mistake moving forward. So while at the moment it might be embarrassing and you might think like you're, you sound like an idiot, it's totally okay. It's, it's actually a good thing. I tell my students it's a good thing if you make mistakes because that means you're learning. And if you're improving and if you're correcting that word, then that's, 
that's tangible proof that you're improving. So I think it's funny, but in the end, it's a good thing. Always a good story to tell. Another one that I've, I've made the mistake of is because I'm a radio reporter, I need to record very often. And so record in English is grabar, and in Spanish, recordar, which is very similar, you think they would mean the same, is to remember. So I would often say using the verb recordar to record and had a lot of confusion when I talked to people for interviews. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It it's makes... cool you remember things, but why you have a <laughs> microphone in my face? Yeah, but we need to film this, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Another common one, especially for people who come from the U.S., because when you go to college, you live in dorms, is dormitorio in Spanish is your bedroom, but a dorm is only something that you stay in when you're at university. It's when you live with other students in a building and there's all different, very, very small prison-like rooms called dorms. <laughs> so, so that one I feel like is, is always very common. Yeah, and going off of your example, another one that I get a lot in class with my students is colegio, which in Spanish, that means like high school or, you know, just secondary school and in the U.S., we say college, and college is more like universidad, so that's when you're, it's like a higher learning, so I have a lot of students that say, yeah, I took my kids to the college this morning before I came to work, and I have to say, are you sure? Are you sure it was a college? You say, ah, okay, it was high school, it was high school, so you have to make that distinction, but it's a very common one for the two languages. We could go on and on and on. There's tons of words between Spanish and English especially that are those false friends. So listeners, don't be confused. Don't let yourself get tripped up by these words. Remember the differences, but remember, it's okay if you make mistakes. It means you're learning, okay? So if you get a chance, check out more false friends when you get a chance, okay? And remember, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript, okay? Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.